The Power 40 podcast is an uplifting faith-based podcast that speaks to all that is going on in our world. Our goal is to share inspirational real life stories and experiences from notable guests around the country on matters that touch us all. The number 40 symbolizes a period of testing, trial, or probation. We all experience trying times in our lives, but it's what comes from these times that make us who we are. As we depict periods of people's lives where the idea of the number 40 is played out, we will learn the goodness that comes from perseverance, determination, and belief. I'm your host, Danica Tramberg, joined today by Teal, actor, writer, and strong advocate for inclusion of performers with disabilities in the entertainment industry. Uh, she was involved in a tragic car accident at the age of 14, uh, which led to her becoming a paraplegic, but this never never stopped her from living her life and achieving amazing things. So I would love to welcome you today and thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit more about this. In college, you found a passion for acting, which eventually led to a variety of acting roles, award-winning web series, and you're currently on the board of directors uh, for the Seattle Public Theater that's so, so amazing. Has acting always been something that you've been passionate about? Wow. So I I feel like I really got interested in acting in high school. After my accident, I was very aware that people like me, uh, wheelchair users, people with disabilities didn't exist in the media. Like I didn't see myself yeah. represented. Right. And I desperately wanted to. Um, so when I was in high school, um, I had my mom helped me get an agent. I grew up out right outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. And the agent, um, I got a couple jobs, one playing just a student in a classroom in a commercial. And then I booked uh, a role playing a shopper for a kind of employee video, internal video for a a department store. And um, I didn't really know if I wanted, you know, if I wanted to go into a career in acting. um, But that change or that, that, that I did. uh, um, But when I went to college, I ended up taking a theater class is um, as a kind of elective. And then that was it. I was like, this is what I'm doing. So yeah, that's kind of, uh, yeah, how it, how it started. That. That's so neat. I mean, it's just awesome too, when you, people have passions and they're brave enough to go after them. So props to you just for doing that because it takes courage to follow your dreams. And I love seeing that come to fruition in people's lives. So being an acting, having a disability, did that create obstacles for you? It's a good question. I think I've always tried to see my disability as like an advantage. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me unique and it gives me a different perspective. I've never seen my disability as a bad thing. Um, even though, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's frustrating things that, that have come, you know, that come up because of it. It's not all like sparkles and roses being disabled, but I've always 
Like I've, I've, I've always, uh, you know, been proud to be a part of the disability community and, and, uh, and found ways to really embrace my disability. And, and, and I love being a part of the disability community. So I've, I've kind of approached it with that mindset, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, there are, there are obstacles. I mean, they're accessibility, you know, there's still still a lot of places that aren't physically accessible. uh, And that is frustrating when you can't get into a place um, or let's say you're in New York City and you can't even take the subway because the subway stops are inaccessible, or maybe you do get yeah. off at an inaccessible subway stop and the elevator's broken. Uh, there are society's views of disability that can be very harmful. Like after my accident, I became very aware that like, why are people treating me so differently? Like I would go out in public and people would come up to me and be like, I'm, uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. Your life must be so hard. I hope you get better. Or they would congratulate me for just being out in public and tell me how inspiring I was just for being in public, you know, and, and, or how brave I was. And I'm just like, I'm just living my life. Um, so yeah, those are, those are some of, I would say the, the, I don't know what you want to call them, but kind of obstacles or things that kind of came against. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting. Just, you know, talking about what someone sees physically and they assume everything's so difficult. And it, I mean, I'm sure it does pose its challenges like you were mentioning, but it's also something that you don't want to be looked at differently because of something that happened. Uh, You're still capable and look at all of the amazing things you're doing. So um, I love that. And you obviously are such a great role model for so many other people who may have something that hinders um, what they want to achieve or, or mostly I think it's mindset that does that, but, um, tell us a little bit about what inclusion looks like in the acting world as it comes to inclusion with, um, performers with disabilities. Yeah. Well, I think a big thing is, I mean, there's lots of different things and, and I will say the industry is, has evolved and is slowly getting better. I've been doing this for like 20 years now. Um, So when I, let's say when I was, when I started out, let's say in the late Mm -hmm. nineties, a lot of times when they would have a disability role on TV or in a film, they would cast a non-disabled actor to play the part. Interesting. Um, So they weren't even casting authentically a disabled actor. And I feel like that has changed. Okay. Uh, and is getting better I feel like when there is a role that comes out that's disability specific like there's the Wicked movie that's coming out um, you know based on the the Broadway play Wicked uh, and and there's a character with that's a wheelchair user in the play and they are adamantly going to find the actor to play the part who's a wheelchair user like they have put out casting calls they are like they will search the world to find this person so that is amazing to see um another thing that is slowly changing and i'm starting to see more of is casting disabled actors to play non-disability specific roles for example if there's a tv show and they're casting a teacher of like a second grade class Mm -hmm. and that's the thing she's a teacher blah 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 
why not cast a disabled actor to play yeah. that role? At least audi- audition them and like give them a chance. Right. Um, because why c- couldn't I or another disabled actor play a teacher of a second grade class? Mm-hmm. So we are starting to see more of that. I'm seeing more actors with disabilities playing non-disability specific roles, which is great, 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 great representation. Uh, yeah, those are some big things. And then you look at just accessibility on sets, mm-hmm. um, making sure if somebody is deaf, they have an interpreter. So there's all those things. And so we are starting to see some productions, they're hiring like a disability coordinator who works with the actor and their agent to make sure they have an accessible dressing room, that they have everything they need on set. They have the accessible bathroom they can use. Uh, so yeah, those are some examples. That's really cool to see. Can you tell me some about your uh, roles that you've been cast in? Yeah. So my first professional job, which is super special to me, is I was right out of college. I was cast in an HBO film called Warm Springs, which is based on FDR and really goes behind the scenes of... um, him um, having polio and he opened this like rehabilitation clinic for uh, other people with polio um, at Warm Spring in Warm Springs, Georgia. They had all these hot springs and they found that those were beneficial um, in uh, to uh, beneficial the hot springs. So uh, the movie really kind of goes behind the scenes in that. And I was hired at, to play one of the polio patients and I have a really fun kind of singing and dancing number, cool. uh, which was so fun to film kind of challenging because they put us in the old antique wheelchairs from like oh, the yeah. 1930s. And so they're just so big and clunky. And so trying to like move and yeah. dance. And it was so cool because Kenneth Brownell played FDR and Kathy Bates uh, is in it and Cynthia Nixon. And I also got to be an advisor to Kenneth Brownell um, and showed him like how I walk with, how I can walk with braces and um, how I swim because he had to do that in the film um, portraying FDR. So that was such a special, amazing experience. And I filmed that in Atlanta, which is where I went to college. And then after that, that kind of, that gave me the, confidence I guess to move to LA after I did that that film how was Uh, that experience moving to LA yeah I oh my gosh I it's so funny because I look back on me and I'm like wow you just did it like I just like had that kind of confidence and was just like I'm doing it like I put my mind to something and I would do it and and uh so I don't know. I just went into it. I don't yeah. think I thought, you know, too much. I had to plan out, like my mom went out with me because I had to find an accessible apartment. Uh, um, it was an exciting, it was exciting. And I'm so glad I did that in my early twenties and that I, that I took that leap and I moved out there and, um, you know, just went for it. Was it like, were there any adjustments that stuck out in particular? I think when I first moved there, I thought being an actor would be easier. Like I was like, oh, I'll get there. I'll get an agent and then I'll just start working. I'll be, I really wanted to be in a soap opera. I wanted, I just thought that it would be easier. And then you get out there and you're like, no, this is, uh, this is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Harder than it looks. It's not that easy. Like just to, yeah. And then I, I realized, uh, 
I, I met and began working with so many other amazing, so many um, amazing disabled actors and really learned more about the advocacy work and what was going on in the entertainment and joined the Performers with Disabilities Committee at um, the Screen Actors Guild and and all of that. So I really, yeah, got got involved on that end. And um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. That's exciting. Like, uh, That's yeah, so cool. Exciting. And speaking yeah. of just like contributing to things, I know you're a contributing author of the new Mobility Magazine. Tell me a little bit about that and like its purpose. Yeah. So New Mobility Magazine is a lifestyle uh, publication for wheelchair users. And so we cover everything from uh, health, fitness, new products, technology, fashion, all the things. Uh, And it's it's really great. I'm a media columnist for them. So I cover a lot of entertainment and representation stuff. I also really love writing profile pieces on people. Uh, I wrote a a couple of my favorite pieces I've done as one is on Eric Hawk, who is the lead guitarist for Portugal, the man. Um, They won a Grammy and he's amazing. So getting to share his story uh was really pretty amazing and then i recently wrote a profile on lauren lolo spencer she is a actor uh wheelchair user and she is on the hbo series the sex lives of college girls and she's amazing and it's so good it's like why don't you have a college student who's a wheelchair user like yeah. that's real and she's so funny Oh, hilarious. She's like a standout character on that show. So I recommend watching it. Uh, so yeah, those are, yeah, there's great. I love it. It's uh, it's such a great resources. The authors of most of our pieces are also wheelchair users. We interview other wheelchair users. It's just like a great resource mm-hmm. if you're a wheelchair user. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. And you also have time, um, at Seattle Public Theater. Can you tell me about the roles in your career there? Yeah, well, so I was supposed to do a show at Seattle Public Theater. I was supposed to do a play called Cost of Living and then the pandemic happened. And so that got canceled. And then I was asked if I maybe was interested in joining their board of directors, which is very different than kind of like the acting side because I'm more on the like governing side Mm -hmm. of helping fundraise, ticket sales, strategic planning, like hiring the, our artistic director like we're currently right now artistic directors leaving so we have to hire like the new leadership for the yeah. for the the company and so I joined the board in 2020 which was just such a hard time because theater was shut down is shut down yeah. um and so we really used that time to like rethink our mission and um right now we're really engaged in um are, are focused on like anti-racism work and um, DEI training. I'm taking this great national board training right now on all of that. Um, we're just looking at how we can make our theater more accessible to both patrons and performers. And so we're back doing in-person plays now, but it's still tough. I think a lot of people are still aren't coming to the theater um, uh, because of COVID and so yeah, it's an interesting time to be in theater um, right now. But I love, I love, uh, yeah, 
I, I'm happy to be doing it. Theater is so important. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's been interesting being on that side of it. Would you encourage young kids who are just curious about theater to try it out? Yes, 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 for sure. Um, and I love because I feel like I'm seeing more performers, younger performers with disabilities, which is which is so exciting uh, to see. I just took my son to see there's a I live right out in Seattle, right outside of Seattle in Bellevue. And we have a Bellevue Youth Theater mm-hmm. and they put on Frankenstein last oh, weekend. So I took my son, who's seven, to oh. go see it. And they had a couple in the youth theater, a couple of disabled um, kids doing the in the play. It, it was so good. And my son loved it. And um, yeah, it was, it was great to see. What would be like a piece of advice that you'd give someone facing similar disability challenges who maybe they want to be an actor or maybe they want to just break into the field of, of their dreams, but what advice would you Yeah, give? I, yeah, I really recommend seeking out others who are in your situation, um, or maybe even like farther along along like if you were like say just recently injured mm. you know seeking out others with you know this a similar disability um because you gain so much like for example when I was in rehab right after my accident they had a girl come visit me who had uh uh, also been in a car accident and was paralyzed and she was back in high school and she had a boyfriend and she was still on her cheerleading team and she had drove a car and whatever, whatever. Like, so she came to visit me in the hospital and I was like, oh, like she's doing all these cool things. Like I could do that too. There's a, like a role model, somebody to look up to. And I think right now with social media, um, like for example, Instagram, there's so many wonderful. Um, disabled people on Instagram who are posting amazing content, tips on how to do things. Yeah. Uh, they're sharing very, in a very raw way, their experience. And um, other, other great resources are looking at your area and seeing if there's any adaptive sports teams um, or like fitness, mm-hmm. you know, or workout or whatever it is you're interested in seeing if there's any uh, of things like that in your area. Like I know, um, so new mobility, our, um, our parent company is United Spinal Association and United Spinal Association has chapters all over the country okay. and peer mentorship programs. They also virtually over Zoom have kind of peer support meetings or if there's something specific you're interested in, they have different um, uh, gatherings based around that. So yeah, I just recommend like finding others. If you feel like you're not alone, and yeah, community is learn. Yeah, community. Yeah, it's so important. So that you be bit sometimes you have to you have to put yourself out there and look for it because it might not magically come to you. Yeah. So um yeah, I just recommend, yeah. I like what you said too about just people sharing like their raw, authentic experiences. And I think yeah. being vulnerable is like one of the hardest things sometimes because we all just want to be yeah. strong and put up that brave face, but 
it's really like what connects everyone to each other is sharing those experiences with others. So it's great to hear that there are people in the community that are sharing those experiences in a very authentic and genuine way. And hopefully all of those can trickle down and help other people. Yes. Well, as we close out today and just reflect on the power 40 in our lives, maybe trials we're going through or have overcome, we understand that life will continue to throw good and bad our way. But 40 also is significant in regards to time, like Jesus spending 40 days in the wilderness and so on and so forth. If you, Teal, had just 40 minutes to impact the world, where would you start and what would you say? It can be anything. <laughs> no easy question, right? <laughs> what Literally anything. Impact the world. <laughs> I I don't, what? Remember, <laughs> I mean, one small thing can impact one person that can impact another person. So it can yeah, be. Yeah, well, I will say this. Um, one of like the most meaningful things that has, yeah. So to what you're saying, yes, it does. And I, I know, for example, I have a web series I created that's loosely based on my life called my Gimby life. It's on YouTube. And I have had, you know, people who I've met who said, thank you. When I was newly injured, I watched that. And that made me realize that I was going to be okay. And that, um, like helped them through that difficult time, uh, watching that. And, and I think that's, it's important to remember because when I was doing that show, I wasn't really even thinking about that, Mm -hmm. like the impact it would have. Um, and, and I think those things that you do put out there and those risks that you do take, um, can have that a huge have a huge impact. So I feel like if you do have something to say, or if you do have a story to share, or whatever it is, taking that risk and putting yourself out there and sharing your truth and your vulnerability, like we talked about, is so important because you don't know mm-hmm. who it might impact or who might connect to it, and it could change their lives. So totally. um, yeah, there we go. Do you have any um, new acting gigs coming up or what are your future plans? Yeah. So one of the cool, interesting things about acting is sometimes you don't know what's coming up. Like I could get an audition for my agent today. And next thing I know, I could be flying to New York in two weeks or a week to film something. So that's one of the exciting things, I guess, about being an actor. And also the like frustrating thing of like, sometimes you don't know what's happening next. It happens and you've got to be ready. But one thing I'm doing, which I recommend if you are uh, a person with a disease performer or just for anybody is like create your own content. Mm. It's so fulfilling. And one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm writing a one person show that's kind of based on my life and things I've learned and things I've gone through. And it also incorporates dance. I uh, performed with a physically integrated modern dance company for a long time. And I love dance. So it incorporates that. And so that's been so amazing uh, to to work on. I, I have a class that I'm in that I'm writing it in that class. And so we meet every Sunday and we all share 
um, what we're working on and which is, which is great. So yeah, that's something that I'm working on that I recommend for, for everybody to do. That's really neat. Tell, tell me a little bit about like the mindset you have to be in to kind of always be ready for something coming up. Like, <laughs> or do you never get used to it? Is it always just a surprise? <laughs> um, it's tricky, especially as I've gotten older and I'm married and I have a kid. So mm-hmm. just, you know, being able, having to like pick up and leave or something is, is a little more complicated. Um, but yeah, I think it's that, um, I find it exciting. I've always yeah. kind of liked change and liked, a break in routine and, um, and whatnot, but it is, yeah, it's, it, yeah, there's the exciting element. And then there's the thing of like, you're trying to plan, like what will happen is, is you'll plan a vacation <laughs> and then that's when you'll book, of you'll course. get an audition and you'll book a job. Right. So it can be hard because maybe this is a once in a lifetime vacation with family mm-hmm. and you might have to say no to that job. Right. And then you think, oh, my career's over. I'm never going to book another job. Like, so you yeah. have that in your head too. So it's kind of hard to yeah. balance, but you just have to decide what's, what's the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where, where you're at and what makes, you know, what's the best decision for you. Well, that is so cool. I love just to hear everything you're doing and not just acting wise, but for um, the disabled community and creating inclusivity in the entertainment industry. It's really phenomenal. Where can, where can people find you or follow you online? Um, if they want to check out anything that you're doing and just follow your journey. Yes. So I have a a website, tealshare.com. You can follow me. I'd say I'm probably the most active on Instagram. So at tealshare. That's where I am. Like all social media, it's at Tealshare. So simple and easy. I like that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much again, Teal. I love hearing about your resilience and drive just to make a difference in the world and keep up everything that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. For more information on the Power 40 podcast, visit powerofhumans.com. Also stream the podcast on your preferred streaming service.